The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's on the block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Welcome to it on a beautiful, beautiful sunny Tuesday here in the 402. I'm Austin Norman, joined by the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet. Tricky, Tricky. Tricky, good, my guy? Tricky. I'm in the building. I left my coffee out there. Oh, Rico, Rico, hook your boy up, man. Bring I, need him that a, drink. I need a pop. Bring him that drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on in. Yeah, I need a pop, pop, man. I can't be out here. The meal, take care of your boy, man. Once again, the meal, coffee is always on point. I need it. Water, yes, coffee, banana. Yes, Thank you, my yes, boy. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt, I felt naked Re- without Re- a Re- pause. Re- What's up, dog? You stick, you know. So I mean, tip. no, that's the homeboy hookup. That's all that was. Not, not, you know, nothing, nothing other than that. Just a homeboy hookup. That's what we do because we thunder, we, you know us thunderites. You know what? You know what? We 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 take care of each other. You know what I'm saying? That's Fair. all it is. Fair. Yeah. Thanks, Rico. Something, something you wouldn't have done for me because you Kansas City Royals fans. Because I'm on the board. I'm on the board. <laughs> you want me to do stuff? Get Rico on the board. Also, that <laughs> to that point, I am wearing my Bobby Witt Jr. jersey underneath my Royals. Uh, pullover today still excited about that still doesn't mm. really feel real still trying to wrap my brain around it um which to that point not this week but uh next week hopefully we hope to have the voice of the royals jake eisenberg on the program jake just got married i think it was last weekend he's on his honeymoon in argentina right Beautiful. now so I, I bothered jake he said yeah not this week bro so uh we'll have jake i, I would be week. too i would be saying <laughs> the same thing i'm calling you i'm texting you when you're in thailand all day, every day. No, keeping you up. Yep, I need your thoughts, Tricky. No, I, listen. You I can didn't block my number for two weeks. Far. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's gonna be straight on. Do not disturb. Um, I might tap in one time, but I just—it's such a time difference. It's freaking crazy. Like, like it's, what? Almost, it's over. 17? It's like almost twenty-four hours to get there. Whoa. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go through Cutter. And then from Cutter, it's another six hours. So it's like 16 Ooh. hours or something to Cutter. Uh, first, I got to go from Dallas to Philly, Philly to Cutter, Cutter to uh, Phuket, Thailand. Hmm. So it's a long flight. Settle but in. <laughs> it, what, what's crazy is the return. Okay. You, 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 you lose a couple of days going. Mm-hmm. You gain two coming back that so yeah? okay so uh-huh. just say it's the eighth mm-hmm. by the time i get back it'll be like i'll be repeating the day over again 
That's wild. That's wild to think about, right? So you like just basically go in reverse? Yeah, back basically. Back to Cutter to Philly to yeah, something Dallas. Like that. Yeah. So tell me, though, like here's the crazy. I watched this movie, and it was on Netflix, and it was like Ride in the Night or Fly into the Night. And it was like if the sun came up and you were exposed to the sun, you automatically fell over or killed over dead. It was like oh some God. virus or something that was in the air that – the, it was activated by the sun. So every Whoa. time the sun came up, but there was somebody at NATO, <laughs> this crazy shoe. <laughs> there was somebody at NATO who had heard it through like one of those internal meetings or something like that. And um, so he stole a plane and he hijacked the plane and was like, just keep flying into the dark. <laughs> so they had to literally keep flying, landing, trying to refuel and shoot off into the dark until, yeah. They survived. They then they ended it? up in a bunker where there was no sun that could get to them. And I was going to ask if staying inside yeah. was the cheat code. Yeah, if you if you were able to find something where you could literally do that, that's that's the key. Hmm. But it was weird. It was a wild movie. But I Glad thought about that <laughs> because of you know the return, and it's like I'm repeating a day over again. It's I'm crazy. just saying that the last time we had a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl, the whole world ended. So maybe your uh, oh, your gosh. flight timing is gonna be really good. Maybe you will be living that movie out in real life. Hopefully yeah. not. Yeah. Let's we'll let's see. try to avoid that. He's Strick. I'm Austin. This is on the block, brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. Not open today. Check him out uh, starting tomorrow at 29th and Pine Lake here in Lincoln. Also got to give a big shout out to our guy Delco Dave came through Boy. with uh, the tacos today. Excellent as ever. And my personal favorite thing he brings, this cactus cooler. And then if you can see it with the, the glare. Here's the thing. If you find this cactus cooler, just know that like this has my 100 million percent stamp of approval. What kind of sugar is in it? Um, That's just my, my personal. Because I stopped drinking soda. If, if you had to guess, 12 ounce can. How many grams of sugar? 33. Good guess. 39. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I taste so that, that's why I like that, it. And that's why you can <laughs> drink it because you 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 uh you naturally slim guys just continuously can drink and eat anything you want without having to worry about getting bloated. See guys like Whoops. me have to do extra work. Who can relate out there <laughs> <laughs> in YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, or uh Twitter land or X land? Because at the end of the day, listen, who can relate? To you got to watch what you eat the older you get mm. because it gets on a brother and it's harder to get off. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about it, Austin. It's easy to put on, mm-hmm. but oh boy, how long it how how hard it is to to get it off you. So yeah, I tried so hard to gain weight in high school, just didn't happen. Yeah, you know, protein the you know weightlifting all that <laughs> stuff. Like I promise, I did that back in the day. Straight flacco. Now that you can tell, yeah. so. Anyways, um, plenty to get to on today's show. We'll talk a lot of college basketball. The one play that we didn't get to from Nebraska-Illinois yesterday, Strick, I think we saved for a purpose. I think it's going to be really illustrative to go through the very final play of the game uh, for Nebraska-Illinois. Did Rink Mask make the right decision, wrong decision? Was there a right or wrong decision before that? What could have been available to Nebraska? We'll go over that in our in our next segment. We'll talk some NFL. Mahomes chasing Brady. We didn't get to that yesterday. Um, and then we will also discuss the most important players in the Super Bowl, the three most important players, um, as Strick sees it and as I see it. So that'll be all in hour number two, but Strick, uh, let's focus on Husker basketball again, this first hour. What if I told you 
What Nebraska, men's basketball, is not the subject of an ESPN 30 for 30. But what if I told you Nebraska men's basketball accomplished something this year that Kansas men's basketball cannot accomplish? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Now, that's huge. There's, a lot, of, there's a lot mm-hmm. of Fall Gallon, Rock Chalk, Jayhawk people that uh, believe that's not possible. But it is possible. When What was that? Nebraska went down to Bramlage Coliseum and won. Kansas went to Bramlage Coliseum and lost. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did see some of the highlights of that game, and they turned up. Like, they mm-hmm. really got after it. Mm-hmm. Rebounding, attacking, assists. Now, here's the question I want to throw out there, uh, Austin, to you. Mm-hmm. Is this one of those situations where a team, again, again, let's talk about it, a good team goes on the road and takes an L. This team is very good at home. Just destroyed Houston. A fellow right? you know, top five, top ten caliber team controlled that game all the way through at home. That game is looking so huge for the Huskers. Mm-hmm. Um, what the Huskers now have, I think, three or four quad two wins on top mm-hmm. of the the multiple quad ones. Mm-hmm. They got a couple more opportunities, but here's the crazy thing about it, man. Again, you're looking at how tough it is in college, any sport at this point, to go on the road and win. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's not easy out there. So this team is looking like the Kansas State team is looking as if that's a great win for the Huskers. It's something that two top 10 teams weren't able to do that they were able to do on the road, so it's even looking better for them at this point. Kansas State had been on a little bit of a slide. They went to Iowa State and Houston, lost those games, uh, also lost to Oklahoma, and then a heartbreaker to Kansas State just the other day. They turn around off the heels of that four-game losing streak, and they trip up Kansas. They they needed to have that game, right? It's a, it's a rivalry game. You knew they were going to come out energetic and fired up. It was tight all the way through. I, I don't remember the largest lead for each team, but I think it was played within uh, single digits pretty much the entire way. Uh, Kansas led by a bucket at the half. Kansas State tied it up at the very end of the game and then won overtime by, by five points. But, Strick, if you look at Kansas, just to illustrate just how hard it is to win on the road, even if you are a top five or a top ten team, um, Kansas lost on a neutral site to Marquette in a game that Hunter Dickinson wasn't very good in. And then you get to conference play. They open it up with a, a game at home against TCU. They squeak by the Horned Frogs, 83-81. Their next game, they go on the road to the bounce house, UCF, lose to a pretty average UCF team, not projected in the NCAA tournament field by five. They win a couple. They go to West Virginia and get in a track meet and lose it, 91-85. to They go to Iowa State, lose by a handful of points, and then on the road at Kansas State. So all of Kansas's losses in conference play have been on the road. On the road. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, it's just, it's, it's, it's a dynamic that we're starting to see. There was a, there was a run where we're starting to see those uh, Cinderella. We can't even, I don't know if we can call them Cinderella team, but there's something we had talked about when you first came and even I before mm-hmm. is parody. Yes. You're starting to see more parody mm-hmm. and some of these guys and young players, they're starting to go elsewhere. And I think it started during COVID mm-hmm. uh, during COVID where they couldn't go to certain places because they had that extra scholarship year. And next thing you know, these, these programs or these fringe programs or these mid tier programs we're starting to land four, five-star, top-tier, three-stars with chips on their shoulders and started to get better. And mm-hmm. I, you're starting probably to see the culmination of that 
you know, now, you know, a few years later. You look at the the parity, UConn, I think, has separated itself as probably the best team in the country. They've only lost twice. I mean, right now, lost real quick, on the road real in quick, conference play. Kansas is in the middle of the pack. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. at, at at a top ten team. They're mm-hmm. in the middle of the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. And the Big 12 has always been such a deep basketball league. And we'll get to that a little bit more here in a sec. Purdue, 21-2. and two. Their losses are on the road at yep. Northwestern and Nebraska. I don't think there are, are many losses left on Purdue's schedule, but Purdue is not invincible. Like, and no one is scared of Purdue. Right, we, Stricky? We've seen that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how I'm going to pick them this year, though. <laughs> but I don't know if I'll have them going out this early, but they're, they still got some some things to show me and prove me. Like, even Zach Eady at his, at his best, to me, you put a little bit of body on him, a little bit of physicality, and, you know, hound mm-hmm. him a little bit. That that little jump hook and that little thing in the middle don't work always the same. I, I watched that game, and, uh, you know, Wisconsin, it didn't, it didn't necessarily work. I just don't think they had the physicality to – I thought they had the depth to do it, but I just mm-hmm. don't think they had the physicality to continue doing it. That's why it's – that's why you just got to tip your hat and – Big applause to Rick Mass because he took it all night. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit. I could tell Josiah Alec really didn't want to smoke, but Rink did. He was all with it. He was with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, for a guy that's as skilled as he is, you don't always get that mix of that toughness where he's able to, you know, keep taking the beatings, you know, possession in, possession out, on both offense and defense, right? Guarding danger is not an easy thing to do. Even Hawkins, I meaning not the strongest guy, but. Physical enough that if he puts his shoulder into you as fast as he can get moving, those body blows are absolutely, you know, going to add up. I, I want to stay in the Big 12 here for just a sec, Strick. The Big 12 did not grade its officials until this year. That's mind-blowing. That's, that's crazy, right? <laughs> how, how does a league get away with not grading its officials? Until now, especially a basketball league like the Big 12. Because you get so spoiled and so many guys have stayed there, been there. And then all of a sudden you get to a point where they're not they're not being challenged. And, and you're like I went to a big I went to Big 12 camp, too. And it, it, it was. That that refing to me is one of a good old boy network. Mm-hmm. And it's. Kind of where guys with seniority, your you know, like for example, your John Higgins or your Keith Kimballs or guys with seniority have great sway with commissioners, and so you know sometimes a guy can be pushing a guy, or you know, you used to see it in the NBA where they were really pushing for former NBA sons to to get in, and when that type of nepotism be, begins to happen. You really start missing out on top tier talent mm. because you're passing Iowa, them over. <laughs> you're passing them over, and you're you're putting guys in there. And yes, there are guys there 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 are reasons that guys are really good and book smart guys. Mm-hmm. There's reasons to mix and mingle guys that are street smart guys. Mm-hmm. There's really to have a combination of both. You want that on a crew sometimes. Crew dynamics mean something. Because it's good to have a guy that's super adept in in the rule book. So if something happens that's literally crazy, he's went through that case book front and center and back, and he's went through all the details, and, and he's able to, you kind of get in the huddle, be like, hey, you're my book guy. What's, what's up? Then there's a the guy that's that feel guy, that guy that just has a feel for the whole game and the rapport with the, the coaches and the players and 
you like him because you know he's authentic and you know he's mm. he's his integrity is in place. And there's that guy, and then there's the guy that just you know is just there, you know that that's the homer that really don't have the sack to to that's stick coming it along. But they push some of those guys. They push some of those people. And this is why you're mm-hmm. seeing some of the problems that people are having in the NBA now. You're seeing it across the board. Big Ten needs to hopefully get there because that's wise. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're a commissioner, that's wise to do. Begin a grading cr- uh, process. Send guys out. Have them observe. See when situations get bad or when it gets lax mm-hmm. because it's going to stir up problems ultimately in the end. CBS Sports reported on the Big 12 not grading its officials after Scott Drew was ejected from Baylor's game against Iowa State. Um, the reason he was ejected, obviously he was John at the officials, right? Don't know what he said, might have crossed the line, might not have. But the Big 12 has emphasized this, as have, or as refs across the country are supposed to have emphasized all year per the NCAA, is the coach's box. Coaches Staying not being in, in the box. Um, mm-hmm. Assistant coaches standing up, up waving long. their arms during mm-hmm. play. You saw in the Marquette they Creighton call it game. Decorum. Yes, yeah. exactly. Cracking down on that. You saw Shaka mm-hmm. Smart playing defense on Baylor Shireman. Mm-hmm. Almost. They're they're supposed to be cracking down on that this year. You know, make it a simpler place. Make it safer. Keep coaches out of the way. Scott Drew walked his butt to half court yeah. to try to get the officials' attention. They gave him his second technical for it, and he was ejected for I think the first time in his his Baylor career. Baylor's athletic director was not happy about it. Said it was soft. It hadn't been enforced all year. That's but the man. problem. If there's no semblance across the mm-hmm. board, that's problem. If if your commissioner is not having updates throughout the week, or you know, putting out that type of information and saying, "Hey, we need to crack down on this." If you don't, that's going to be a problem, and you mm-hmm. can lose games for it. Like that's how you got to get get guys guys going on that way. Because yeah. If if one coach is getting away with it and the other's not, or if the home coach is allowed a little bit more leeway than the other, then it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right, man. You should address that stuff off top. Do you did you notice any coaches being especially animated on the bench during play oh, yeah. in your days? Uh, in my uh, as a player, uh, not as much. I mean, you know, Norm Stewart and those guys, <laughs> Billy Tubbs, Shocker, those guys Norm get, Stewart. Yeah, Billy Tubbs. Those guys would get a little little animated at times. Um, you know, Kelvin Sampson could mm. uh, when he took over. But I will say, as a ref, yes. But here's the thing. There's a tool for that, right? This is why sometimes it's good to have a feel. You know it. You recognize it. Go over to the coach. Sometimes I used to put the onus on the coach. Mm. Let, me, let, me, let me break that down for you. There will be times, Austin, where a player, I maybe say I have trouble with a player on the on the field. Mm-hmm. I go over to the coach. I say, hey, listen, coach, you need to you need to tighten him up. Either get him out of the game, have a discussion with him, because at this point, anything he does out of bounds at this point, I'm going to hit him. Mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to hit him with a T. So now, okay, Strick, I, you know, I, I got him. Okay. So now he either gets tightened up or he gets tightened up. tightened up or teed up right Mm -hmm. one way or the other you're gonna get tightened up so Mm -hmm. that was the same thing if i'm having issues on the on on the with the coach Mm -hmm. i always will go to the coach i don't go to the assistant i go to the coach i say coach listen i i I understand i understand you know you're, you're trying to get you know information to your players and your team i get it i understand that you know at times the the assistant's gonna stand up 
but get it, make sure he gets back in his seat pretty fairly quickly. Don't, don't, you know, listen, I don't want to come over here again and have to address this. I don't want to have to give you guys a tea. Boom. This is like during a free throw or mm-hmm. dur- during a stop segment. This is when you have that discussion. And then if you don't do it, it's on him. I, I told you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how you do it. You don't just hit him with it. You want to maybe earlier address it, deal with it. So that way you mitigate problems before they happen. So mm-hmm. that way they don't escalate. And then it's a, it's, it's, it's a problem when the game is on the line or it's tight. Now you didn't added yourself into the game and you didn't have to do that. Dang, I might go back to refereeing, man. I don't know. As much as you hate it, you'll go back. We'll see. I don't know. This it's the parents nowadays, Austin. <laughs> it's always the parents dealing with the parents up because they only see it from a one track mind and a, and, and a one point of view. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't. They don't see the whole scope. If it's something to deal with his son or daughter or whatever the case, that's all they see. They don't see nothing else. Small picture, <laughs> very zoomed in. He's yeah. strict. I'm Austin. We're breaking down the final play of Nebraska Illinois. What were the options available to Nebraska? We'll do that. Put a bow on Nebraska, Illinois. Get you set up for Nebraska Northwestern next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.